This week on Inside Motorsport, we look at the first round of the Supercars Championship in Adelaide. I hope you'll stay with us. Two races over the weekend and two different winners. On Saturday, it was an emotional win for Jamie Wincup, who announced that he'll be racing in the series for this year and next at least, and dedicated his victory in the first race of the championship season to Holden. If the win was going to be dedicated to anyone, it's certainly the um, the staff at, head, at uh, Holden head, head Office and all the dealers and um, salesmen and everything like that, they've had a pretty tough week. So hopefully it's um, brought them a little bit of delight to um, to have the, 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 the line win uh, first race of the year. The cars this year had a number of mechanical changes, including some aerodynamic tweaks to try and make racing a lot more exciting. But one thing supercars has always been is a qualifying formula. Winkup spoke about his qualifying effort, making the most even though he didn't have the best position after the second part of the qualifying session. So it was all go from the start. Um, I don't think we're any quicker than anybody else. Uh, we're certainly not the top top uh, top few cars, but um, we just had track position from from quali- qualifying well yesterday. Uh, strategy was good. Um, I didn't follow any cars, so not, not, I can't uh, can't comment on that. But uh, yeah, very very nice to get the uh, first win of the year on Saturday night. The Red Bull Holden Racing Team was on a high with first and third positions after the Saturday race, and that continued on Sunday when. Shane Van Gisbergen took the pole position. But when the lights went to green, it was Scott McLaughlin who got the jump and led the way for the first segment of the race. Until a pit stop, which saw the Red Bull Holden Racing Team's Shane Van Gisbergen jump the faster McLaughlin and then went on to lead the majority of the race. It wasn't until the second round of pit stops that Shane Van Gisbergen's team short-filled the number 97, which made him have a third stop and eventually mechanical difficulties putting him out of the race. That was the telling factor, which McLaughlin knew was a get-out-of-jail-free card for the team who had let the pit-stop pass occur. It just comes with getting used to it. I think we did, we did it that first year in 2018 as well. We missed a couple of times to jump back out in front of those guys and... I saw him drop, and I was like, come on, come on, come on, and then they didn't drop, and I'm like, oh, God. So uh, it was, um, it was, you know, um, unfortunately, we didn't get out. I don't know what the plan was. I've got to speak to the guys, but I figured that they wanted to get in front. Um, but, yeah, unfortunately, that's it, how it worked, but obviously it worked out in the end. Full credit to Shane and his team, you know, that they had a fast car today, and I think if um, we were in clear air like we were in the first stint, um, I think we, we might have had his measure, but he was really fast once he got into clear air, so obviously he had a quicker car. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was an awesome battle because he sort of got that gap and we were just, you know, if one person made a mistake, you know, you, you dropped, you know, a little bit and then if they, if the other guy did, you know, you get it back and it was, it was sort of like, you know, tit for tat. So, um, I think it bodes well for the rest of the year. Um, it's, uh, it's going to be a big battle and it's all going to be about consistency and, and I'm happy that we got all the details right this weekend. Behind Scott McLaughlin was a driver who'd switched teams in the off season Chas Monster driving for Walkinshaw Andretti United was thrilled to be on the podium in his second outing for the team. Yeah, look, for me, awesome dream dream start with a new team. Obviously, we had our challenges this weekend. We, we were pretty fast in practice, trying to load a lot of new tools in the toolbox. The cars are pretty different to where, 
where I've come from. So just trying to, to we're a little bit on the back foot with my engineer trying to work out the processes and what the car's capable of doing. Um, but we learned from yesterday and we made the car a little bit better today. So definitely we're still a little bit behind, you know, say Scotty and T8 and um, even probably Cam had probably my measure a little bit more in that race. But, but saying that, it was just, it was just good to, to maximise for a podium today. So um, for me, off track, mentally, way happier. You know, the team's really behind me and um, to see the, the just emotion in there for getting that podium, it's, uh, it, it's pretty amazing. Even the practice, you know, to see the emotion. They're, they're living every lap with you in there and uh, it's pretty awesome. So um, from going into the holidays, we've struggling for a little bit of co um, commercial backing to, to, you know, have a full car this weekend and be able to deliver is, is pretty awesome stuff for the team. Third place went to Cam Waters in the Tickford Monster Energy Mustang. Over the off-season, many had talked about what his role was going to be moving forward in the team. And he talked about how the team is gelling with a number of senior drivers having departed recently. You know, I've kind of been at the team the longest now, now that, you know, Mark's left and, and Chazzy. But um, I guess the driving group at Tickford is pretty cool. You know, we've got two young blokes, Jack and myself, and... The two old blokes, Lee and Will, and they bring a lot to the table with experience and we're probably the young blokes that go too fast and crash a little bit too much. So, um, yeah, it's a really good balance at Tickford now and, um, yeah, I wouldn't say I'm the team leader. I think it's a pretty shared role between the, all four of us. Waters was part of a fascinating late-race battle between himself and Shane Van Gisbergen after his third pit stop. Waters spoke about the battle. Yeah, it was, um, it was pretty full-on, so... They obviously come over the radio with 20 to go and said that he had to pit and will effectively P3. So I was just trying to stay with Chazzy and put as much pressure on him as I, I could. And I saw him sliding around a little bit. But, um, yeah, he just kind of got aero wash and the tyres got hot. So I ended up just trying to stay with Chaz. And um, it was a time trial, you know, trying to have enough of a gap for when Shane pits to, to um, yeah, hold him off. And, yeah, he pitted on good tyres. I knew I had a pretty big task ahead of me. But, um yeah, we're having an awesome battle, but obviously he had that um, suspension failure, whatever or whatever it was. So um, he pretty well got the job done on me, and then yeah, that happened, which was a bit of a shame for him. But um, yeah, super happy to end up on the podium. Van Gisbergen's car breaking down on the side of the road, and it was Waters who picked him up. The monster driver giving the Red Bull driver a lift back to pit lane. Yeah, it was um, went past him. I saw him standing on the side of the road like a like a hitchhiker, so um, yeah, I thought I'd put my Uber hat on and um, try and pick up an extra couple of hundred, charge him for the ride home and um, yeah, picked him up and, and took him back to the pits. It's good publicity for Monster. Yeah, you know, the Holden broke down and the Ford picked him up and saved the day and the better energy drink had to pick up yeah. the other shitter one. While talking about leadership, Chaz Mostert said that he discussed whether they should get an experienced driver or a rookie into the team to be his teammate in 2020. They settled on Northern Territory driver Bryce Forward, the reigning Stunlop Super 2 champion. When I started talking to the team and, and they were talking about teammates, I really loved the idea of a rookie coming in. You know, I was, I was very lucky when I first came into the main game to be, you know, partnered up with Frosty and I learned a, a hell of a lot from him. So, um... I think it's good when you've got a bit of an older guy and a young guy coming through and you can have that little bit of help, you know. So it's, uh, for me, there's so much more to this game than just driving. There's a lot of off-track stuff and that's when your, your development series driver coming in the main game, you need a lot of help with that. So, um, 
yeah, I'm just I'm here to help him as much as I can. Hopefully he can get the results he's pretty keen to get this year and I'll be helping him all the way. For Scott McLaughlin, one of the biggest problems was when he was trailing other cars. He found there was a lot of aero wash which a number of other drivers had talked about over the course of the weekend. With major aerodynamic changes to the cars this year, it was hoped that they'd make the cars better race cars. So, what was his impression after the first weekend in Adelaide? Oh, I think, as Cam said, there is a, a slight aero wash issue at this track. Um, I mean, I s certainly noticed when, uh, you know, last year when they put the double gurney flap on the, the Holden um, last year that... You know, following that car was definitely difficult. Um, so then you've gone and put uh, a double gurney on our car as well and then taken some front door the force away. It's always going to have a little bit of aero wash. So hopefully when we get a better tyre, um, it might be better. Uh, but AGP is going to be really interesting, especially following cars and all that sort of stuff. The Supercar Series heads off to the Melbourne Grand Prix where they'll open up the Formula One season with four races of the supercars. So after the first weekend of racing, McLaughlin leads the championship on 288 points. On 261, it's Jamie Winkup, Chas Mostert on 234, Will Davison on 231, and rounding out the top five, Cam Waters also on 231 points. The championship moves to the Melbourne Grand Prix in three weeks' time. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.